0: Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Carly Harmson. As a licensed master esthetician with nearly two decades of experience, I feel confident to meet you here every week to educate about the latest trends and must-have products, as well as to decode the science and demystify the overwhelming world of skincare. Whether you're a wide-eyed curious beginner or you're a veteran skincare pro, this is the podcast for you. So grab your favorite face mask and discover with me someone who's not only a skincare guru, but also a card-carrying member of Skincare Obsessed, just like you. Get ready for this episode of the podcast starting now. Welcome back and a big happy Valentine's Day from me to you, or maybe more appropriately, a Galentine's Day for me to you whether you're spending today with your significant other or you're celebrating your Valentine's, I want you to know that I appreciate you being here and I am sending you a virtual valentine with all of the x's and o's oh and I'm rocking a red lip which I don't do very much these days but it is classic I thought since today is valentine's day we could talk about one of the most common themes or elements we see around this time and that is of the lips. You know, smackers, chops, kissers, whatever you call them. Did you know that your lips have more than a million different nerve endings, making them so much more sensitive than our skin? Some say a 100 times as sensitive as our skin. I think we know what the purpose for that is. Did you know that they are some of the thinnest skin on the body and incredibly vascular? This is why they tend to be darker Than the rest of our skin, and more rosy than the rest of our skin. That's the blood flow underneath those thin layers. Or that each pair of lippies are as unique as a fingerprint. We could really use them to like identify people if we if we put that system into into motion. No two lipstick prints would ever be the same. Oh, and this is appropriate for today. The average human spends two full weeks of their lives in lip lock. Kissing is a fun function of the lips, but they are playing a part of so much more. The lips with their delicate skin layers sit over a complex muscle known as the orbicularis oris. The, the lips with the muscle beneath put in a lot of work and maybe one of our busiest facial muscles as they provide expression, they allow us to talk, to eat, drink, and of course, kiss, which is In its role really important in its role in sexual attraction which you know ultimately supports us in mating so that we can continue to like exist (laughs) no pressure no pressure lips lips are a major player in the perception of beauty based on the general standards of beauty today too but also throughout history gonna give you a little history lesson now are you ready the rise of the quest for pronounced red lips begins with an origin that dates back to southern mesopotamia with its original formula being made up of crushed gemstones and lead you've seen that really popular chanel uh sparkly lip (laughs) no it's not that cleopatra she was that girl and she had servants search high and low to get her signature color of rouge which used ground-up insects like flushed beetles. It's queen behavior, honestly. Speaking of queen, in the Middle Ages, the church looked to painted faces and lips, what we know as makeup today, quite like a scarlet letter. But Queen Elizabeth I challenged this notion and was quite obsessed with her beauty routine. So obsessed, it's thought to be the culprit that actually ultimately led to her death. As she used a toxic mixture of mercury and more, which could have been responsible for the sepsis that ultimately took her life. In modern times, even the recently late Queen Elizabeth II used lipstick to her advantage over her 70 year reign by applying lipstick. It's rumored that she would apply her lipstick, and that's how she signaled to her ladies in waiting that she was done with whatever the event was or the people. And was ready to go, (laughs) was ready to get out of there. Queen behavior. Red lipstick really had a renaissance at the beginning of the 20th century, with red lipstick being used symbolically by suffragettes to bring attention to their cause, equal rights. As these women marched for equal rights, Cosmetics Brown founder Elizabeth Arden passed out free tubes of bright red lipstick to women along Fifth Avenue, that march route in New York City. Now, you have heard of the lipstick effect, probably, right? The lipstick effect can be traced back to the Great Depression of the 1930s. In the four years from 1929 to 1933, industrial production in the U.S. halved, slowed by half, but sales of cosmetics continued to rise, especially the iconic red lipstick. Who knew that the lips, especially red ones, could be that powerful and persuasive it's like taylor Swift said and i got that red lip classic thing you like okay let's get serious lips are one of the main hallmarks of beauty studies of subjects perceptions of various facial features have identified fuller lips as significantly more attractive than narrower lips however there is a, like a regionality to this like for example in latin america full lips are really popular where In Asian cultures, small lips are really popular. Lip fullness is associated with elevated estrogen levels, suggesting that attraction to lip fullness may be an evolutionary indicator of female fertility. I guess it's science. It's no surprise that we see a lot of interest in the appearance of lips, from the viral Kylie lip kits in 2016 to the continual crease of lip filler today but I don't see a lot of discussion around lip care. In other words, prevention and protection of that delicate area that does oh so much. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. While more invasive lip treatments are available and have been on trend, things like lip filler, injections, lip augmentation or implants, permanent cosmetics like lip blushing, I would like to pause for a moment. That That's not my area of expertise, although I will tell you, that before I even got my license, I got certified in permanent cosmetics. And I did tattoo a couple lips um, in my early days. But not my area of expertise. And although I've, I've had some of these treatments in the past, I, I do have some feelings on some of them. I'll refrain from fully going into a tangent. You're welcome. On these various treatments today. But suffice to say, with trends, they are like a pendulum. They swing to one side. And as a society, we will go hard for that trend. The problem with some trends, especially those that alter our appearance, you know, the way we came to this world, is that they can have lasting effect. You may have heard of the Kardashians recently dissolving filler or plastic surgeons online that have been injecting lip filler for 15 years starting to get concerned that these products need more testing because it appears they are not fully dissolving. There's some remnants or residue that are being left after the You know six to 12 months that we're told that they dissolve in so you may be seeing the noise around that or the noise around how aged gen z are looking compared to their millennial counterpart at the same age and really fingers are pointing at filler for that there was a recent viral image of kylie jenner we're talking about her a lot today of kylie jenner on the red carpet with some strange you know puffiness uh more than just a cloud face, which we see with overfilled faces, but like some weird um, distortions and almost a little disfigured. And a lot of the experts, I'm not one of them, so I can't say, but a lot of the experts in filler, in plastic surgery are suggesting that that the filler overfilling her face and it's migrating and it's not fully dissolving and it's creating this like lumpy, unnatural appearance. And She's only 26 years old. So that makes me really sad, (laughs) sad for her, sad for people that, you know, wanted the that face and did the exact same things. Because while filler can be especially mid face filler can be helpful for certain individuals and especially as they age and they lose their natural fat pads, I'm not sure 20 year olds maybe should have been doing it. But let's get back to our regular regularly scheduled programming. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Let's talk lip care. As always, my strategy is ensuring the health of the tissue, then preventing issues down the road as with aging, and then lastly correcting issues. So, how do we ensure healthy lip tissue? The big ticket here is moisture. Lip products rich in emollients and hydrators to create a protective layer or film on the lips is recommended. Some of my favorite ingredients include Ingredients that are safe if they happen to be ingested. I'm sure we all have heard about that statistic about how much lipstick a woman will eat in her lifetime. I can't remember it, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna repeat it because I don't know the validity of it. But you know, it's something to think about. So some of those ingredients could include shea butter and cocoa butter. Other omega fatty acids found in oils like rosehip, jojoba, and grapeseed are going to really drop into the lips and help to moisturize and protect them. Additionally, sun protection on lip is key, and we forget about this a lot. This is one of the most protrusive areas of the face and is prone to sun damage. Sun damage to the lips can result in immediate negative effects like sunburn, which can be the culprit oftentimes with really flaky or peeling lips that people want to, like, chew off. I'm talking from experience. I've done that before. So it can be... Annoying, it can be uncomfortable, it can be hard to like correct and get balanced um, once the lips have had a sunburn like that, but it also can result in long-term problems like hyperpigmentation on the lip line or around the lips, fine lines, oftentimes lateral, and then worst case scenario is of course skin cancer. In fact, the lips are one of the top areas to be diagnosed with skin cancer. So a daily lip balm with SPF is totally recommended and should be used daily. And my preference is for like a mineral sunscreen like zinc oxide, but I will use any lip product with sunscreen over nothing. That's how important it is. And it's so often not thought of, it's neglected that area. So it's time to start taking care of our lips. I'm a fan of training lip oils with my current favorite, not sponsored, Fenty Skin. They're hydrating and strengthening lip oil. She's really expensive but makes for a great nighttime lip treatment, which is when I use it. Using it as a gloss hmm, may not be recommended if you're on a budget. It's a lot of money for a little bit of product. I also like overnight lip masks or treatments with my recent fave being, you've heard of it, Laneige Lip Sleeping Mask. Yep, folks, she is that girl. She is that bitch. One of my favorite skincare products of all time is Eminence Facial Recovery Oil, and I use this often as a lip treatment, as well as a, a cuticle treatment or a facial oil. Full disclosure, I am affiliated with Eminence. I do education for them, but I'm telling you right now. I am telling you right now. I was a fan back in the late aughts, long before I had any relationship with Eminence Organic Skincare. All right, let's talk prevention. What are we preventing? Well, really, signs of aging, the dreaded smoker's lines. The loss of that gorgeous vermilion border babe, like when it just fades away into nothingness. With SPF lip products being your greatest tool for prevention, we can also consider a few other things. Ingredients like vitamin C and other antioxidants can go a long way to prevent damage. There are so many products out there. Ones that I've tried before and I've, I've liked is the Pharmacy Lip Smoothie or the SkinCeuticals Antioxidant Lip Repair Treatment. Hyaluronic acid will also help by immediately plumping and hydrating the lips, but they can also help to, uh, hyaluronic acid can also help to strengthen the barrier of the lips, which is even more delicate than the facial skin. I like the PCA Skin Hyaluronic Acid Lip Booster. It's been a while since I've used it, about 10 years, but when I did use it 10 years ago, I liked it. Finally, repetitive movements that purse your lips are known to contribute to that lateral lip line known as the smokers line. So repetitive movements would be like smoking, vaping. There's a lot of reasons not to do that, but this is one of them. And then probably even more common and rampant is sucking through a straw. (laughs) I'm looking at you, Stanley Cup stands. If we can limit these behaviors, it may help us prevent those lines in the long run. However, admittedly, I love my big 32 ounce. It's not a Stanley, better, but I like my 32 ounce big mug with the straw. It I find I drink so much water with it than when I don't have it. So to me, that's the trade-off. Now, while I wouldn't necessarily put a lip exfoliation treatment like a lip scrub or enzyme into the category of prevention, I will say that these can definitely be helpful to smooth the lips. But SPF is a must whenever we exfoliate the lips. So finally, correction. We unfortunately just learned all this information today. And me. I'm in my 40s. There may be some listening that are in their 30s, 40s, 50s and beyond. So the damage has likely already been done. But don't fret. We have treatments out there, lip treatments specifically that can help to correct. So we want to look for ingredients like growth factors, peptides, retinol. There's some retinol lip treatments that are going to help correct some of some of the symptoms or signs of aging we're now experiencing. Additionally, in office or in treatment, professional treatments, like when you get a facial, ask for a lip add-on or a lip enhancement. Your esthetician can really target that area and focus on that, which is an important part of our entire facial structure. Side note, if you're an esthetician listening to this and you give facial treatments and you don't finish with a lip product, straight to gel. Like, who are you? There's nothing worse than having this beautiful, hydrated, glowing, post-facial glow, and your lips are crusty. (laughs) So please always, even if it's using a facial, oil, always moisturize and hydrate the lips at the end of a facial. Tangent over. (laughs) But other facial um, professional treatments that you could take a look at is if your local spa or med spa spa offers hydrofacials. Uh, hydrodermabrasion they have like a lip add-on it's called a lip perk so that's something you could take a look at or give a try to to you know give those lippies a little love of course lip filler is always an option at any point really but be sure to get fully informed as as i mentioned there's now concern especially those injecting before seeing signs of aging just for like maybe fullness is that that lip filler doesn't completely dissolve on its own And we've seen some like disfigured um, appearing lips. (laughs) So there's always a risk the more invasive we go. So just proceed with caution. I'm actually a fan of lip flips. So if you're young with a beautiful naturally defined lip line, instead of going with like more volume, which was so 2022, maybe talk to your local friendly injector about a lip flip, which uses a neurotoxin like Botox. And it is temporary. All right. This lip service is done, if you will. We covered it. I hope you had a beautiful day. You will have a beautiful day with yourself, with your significant other, with your best friends, your family, your pets, whoever it may be. Happy Valentine's day. See you next time. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the poor cast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a bestie or on your socials. And if you love the episode, please leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Your positive feedback means so much to me. You can connect with me at the real best edition on Instagram or the best edition anywhere else. And hey, babe, this week's forecast looks like clear with a chance of glow. See you next time.